Hi, I'm Randy Weddle. I'm your host for Creation Anew. I pastor two churches in Indiana, Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I also pastor Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And this podcast is designed to challenge both believers in Jesus Christ and those who don't believe. I want to challenge believers to grow in their faith. And I want to challenge non-believers to take a serious look at the Bible. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here with Creation Anew. And I'm so glad that you're with me on the uh, podcast today. Um, What are we going to talk about? Well, I think I might need to explain uh, some things before we actually get underway. Uh, I want to talk about um, some scandalous things about the life of a pastor. So just to answer that question first of all. And I, I want to, I, I don't necessarily want to focus on myself, but wh- I want to just kind of open the door uh, to you and uh, to, to let you know uh some of the behind-the-scenes uh, things about um, about a pastor's life. As you know, um, I pastor two churches. I pastor Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I also pastor Mount Pleasant Christian Church that's located in... Uh, it's a small place called Hall, but Hall actually resides... Uh, within Monrovia. So the address is actually Monrovia, but um, I call it Hall Church, um, just, you know, between friends and such, uh, because it takes a long time and a lot of breath to say Mount Pleasant Christian Church of Hall. So I just wanted to let you know that. (laughs) So um, I I need to explain some things, and and this will all hopefully seamlessly um, draw together. But I've been gone. Uh, I've I've um, not done uh, some new um, podcasts in in about seven weeks, and I just kind of want to let you know um, what was going on, and uh, and to kind of explain my absence. Um, that was not the plan uh, for me to do, but uh, some things had happened, and. Um, if you go back um, to some earlier podcast, I, I had mentioned a friend of mine who uh, who lives east uh, of of Indiana, and his name is Steve. His name was Steve, um, and Steve uh, Steve and I had known each other for quite some time, uh, nearly nearly thirty years, and um, Steve had developed cancer. Um, in his kidney about three years ago, and you know he was he was always strong. He was always you know he's a big guy um, and uh, kind of a workhorse. And so it was uh, it was a shock to to hear that he had gotten sick. That he had gotten sick so young. He was about forty seven, and the cancer started spreading um, over time. And uh, th- there were there were times when we thought, oh, um, this is 
he's going to be healed from this. This is going away. And uh, it, it, as cancer usually does, comes back. Uh, it came back with a, um, with a vengeance. And uh, the last time I saw Steve was really a good moment. We, um, um, last fall, we went uh, to the Creation Museum, which I would recommend if, you, if you've never been there. Um, we went to the Creation Museum, museum and uh, Steve and his wife and, and, uh, um, and myself uh, and my wife uh, spent a couple of days uh, together down there. And um, we had a great time. Uh, I, I know that Steve was having a difficult time walking. Um, he had some pain in his hips. But overall, you know, things seemed to be doing really well. And that was the last time I saw him. So that was about um, seven, eight months ago uh, that I saw Steve alive. And uh, so Steve, uh, I'd asked, I'd asked in previous podcasts uh, for you to pray for Steve. And uh, Steve did go home to be with the Lord. And uh, he did. He uh, he left us uh, in in late April, and uh, so uh, I had I had some responsibilities. Uh, I I went and I spoke um, along with uh, Steve's pastor, and uh, we we both did um, the service together. And um, I like Steve's pastor. He's a great guy. And that that hit me. Uh, Steve's death hit me just a little bit harder uh, than than you know. I just it wasn't expected. Um, I mean, things kind of came on pretty quick, and before we could even get over uh, to his world, um, he was gone. And uh, it, there's something surreal. Uh, and I know that if you're if you're older and you're listening to me, uh, you you've experienced this. Um, but there's something surreal about death, anyway. But there seems to be something even more surreal when it's someone who um, who is younger than you. Um, Steve was about four years younger than I than I uh, am, and. Um, you just don't expect, uh, you don't expect, um, you know, you, you just expect older, you know, the older you are, you're going to die first. And that, we know that doesn't happen, but um, there's just still a shock there. And, um, you know, looking at his, uh, his widow, who is, you know, basically the same age as my wife and I, and she's a widow, um, and it starts bringing things home uh, a little bit more. Um, the sadness of loss, and uh, and also um, staring your face, uh, staring excuse me, staring um, your mortality right in the face. So uh, that kind of hit me a little bit. And um, Steve was a believer. Um, we know where he is, uh, and, and we're sad to, to have him gone, but at least we know where he is. So, one of the reasons why I've been gone a little while is because uh, it it took me, I, I don't know, I, I just, I was kind of left uh, speechless, 
you know, and um, I've still been teaching at my churches, and uh, but as far as the podcast was concerned, um, I, I just simply, I had a little bit of trouble um, uh, doing doing some episodes. So um, the other thing that occurred is right after um, Steve's funeral, and we, we went over uh, to the east, uh, we traveled over to the east, and, and uh, I did his funeral, and, you know, your schedule kind of gets out of whack, and, and it's very emotional, very draining. Um, we came home, and we were home about 24 hours, and we had had a planned vacation uh, and that, that vacation started about 24 hours after we got back, um, from, from Steve's funeral. And so, um, and, and this is what vacation kind of looks like for many pastors. Um, we got back on a Saturday and it was probably, I, I'm going to guess maybe eight, nine o'clock at night. I had already finished a sermon. It was ready to roll um, and and the next day was Sunday. We get up. We do. Uh, we I do two services, and uh, and then we we quickly go home. We change our clothes. We have our stuff packed, and we take off. And then we embark on um, after after you know being at the churches all morning and into the afternoon. Um, we embarked on a journey, and which meant that. Um, we got to our first destination about nine o'clock at night, and so we were very, very tired. And um, it's one of those stops where you're just stopping to sleep, and and you move on. And so the next day we got up, and it seemed like that drive was even longer. And uh, my my poor wife takes the brunt of a lot of driving because I've just been having some some eyesight problems. Some of you know. Um, and, uh, sometimes my driving, uh, sometimes it's good <laughs> that I'm driving other times you don't want me driving. So, um, so things are changing, um, for us. So we, we get on vacation and, uh, um, I don't know about you, but, um, a lot of times, um, I, when I'm thinking of vacation, uh, or when I go on vacation, I'm actually still working. It took my wife several years, and actually, she still has to remind me that vacation is not work time. And um, you know that may sound strange to some of you, but um, but again, the life of a pastor, um, things happen. In fact, on several occasions, whenever we have gone on vacation, someone has died, and uh, and you know now you're you're out on vacation and and you're thinking should I go back should I not what should I do so um, vacations are a little bit different and um, and then if you if you don't take a Sunday off you're really just kinda gearing up uh, anyway so you're working but um, we were able to take some time um, to for me to not work and and that also included um, doing podcast episodes and I had intended to do some episodes um, from the East Coast which is where we were um, we were in South Carolina and uh, it just it just didn't get done um, I, I, I think that emotionally and physically I've, I've been 
more drained than than I actually knew. So um, so there that accounts for about uh, about two weeks, and then um, when we got back uh, from vacation, um, you're trying to play catch up, and there have just been a lot of things going on. Uh, a lot of things with our family, a lot of things with uh, the churches, um, you know, weddings and funerals and, and you know, um, all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, so I'm not trying to make an excuse, and maybe I'm just boring you to tears, but um, to let you know, um, there are just times uh, when when fatigue sets in, and I think that that was what's happened uh, in the last, um, you know, five weeks or so. Um, did I say seven weeks earlier? I really meant five. Uh, it's been about five weeks since I've done a podcast episode. And, uh, you know, people have been asking, and I'm sorry to keep you hanging like that. Um, but there there are just times uh, as a pastor... Um, when and this is part of the scandalous life of the of the pastor um when when you just want to um you just want to be quiet and many people will look at you uh, like you have the answers and let me just tell you right now i i don't have all the answers and um, I'm not going to tell you that I do. I'm not even going to pretend that I do. If I don't know the answer to something, I'm going to tell you I don't know. Uh, you just, you get, I mean, with myself, I get tired of talking. I just, I, I don't, it's like I run out of things to say. And, um, you know, I've, I've maintained sermons over this course of time, but um, other things, um, you know, you just... You just kind of need to take a breath, and I think that's what happened here, which many of you will understand. And and um, you know, thank you for your understanding. Thank you for staying with me on this podcast, because I know that it's kind of like suicide to you know to do anything in the electronic media world and to take a break. Uh, it, it's it, you know people forget you and people you know the the they stop listening and things and and um, I, I don't really anticipate that with with my listeners so um, I don't want to take them for granted I don't do that but um, but at the same time uh, they're very understanding people so um, what has this got to do I mean where am I going with this well where I'm going with this is there are times whenever pastors including myself um, the the job takes a little bit more of a to- a toll on us um, than we even think, and and usually, it, at least with me, it seems like I'm the last one to really understand exactly what kind of um, what kind of damage you sustain from from all of the things that you're doing as a pastor. Now let me just say this. I enjoy my pa- I, I enjoy being a pastor. I enjoy doing the work um, and if I didn't do it, I would probably crawl into a hole and and uh, you know go into a fetal position. 
my wife can tell you the happiest times in my life is when I've served as a pastor so it, it's not a thing where where you know you don't want to serve as a pastor anymore it, it's just a thing where you just get fatigued and it's kind of like being in battle and being at high alert all the time and uh, you you sometimes need to you just need to drop your sword and and go find uh, an oasis somewhere and and hide uh, or or cry or or you know get healed uh, have wounds healed because as a pastor you hear sometimes the worst of of uh, people's lives sometimes the best of people's lives and whenever you're taking that on whenever you're you're trying to care for people um, there is an, there is a toll that is taken upon yourself and uh, I want to read something to you from the Gospel of John and uh, this may sound like a strange source but uh, maybe I can I can explain here the Apostle Peter had uh, denied that he knew Jesus and he did so three times and um, in John 21, we see kind of like the reinstatement of Peter into, into ministry. And um, it shows the forgiveness and the mercy of God. And it also, it also shows that um, there is redemption, which we don't hear much of in this world. But it goes like this. This is John 21. I want to read verses 15, 16, and 17. Now, you know the context. Jesus is, you know, Jesus has risen from the dead. Peter had, uh, before Jesus went, Jesus went to the cross, had, had denied three times that he knew the Lord. And this is Jesus and Peter talking afterwards, after Jesus rose from the dead. So John 15 uh, excuse me, John twenty-one fifteen through 17. So when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to, said to him, Tend my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Summon... <laughs> I'm not reading well. Let me just start at verse 16 again. Jesus said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Shepherd my sheep. And in verse 17 he said, He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Now, this is a very emotional uh, piece of scripture. And the emotion is really, you know, Simon, Peter, really understanding, Oh, okay, I, I do love the Lord and confessing that and 
and it, this is a this is kind of like a clearing of that relationship between Jesus and Simon Peter. But I want to direct your attention to some things um, as Peter is being reinstated into ministry. Jesus says some things to him. He's he's asking if he loves him. But three times he commissions Peter to do some things. The first one is, tend my lambs. The second one is, shepherd my sheep. And the third one is, tend my sheep. Now, the role of a pastor is... Um, is to be a shepherd to people. And there, there's risk with that. There's risk um, because you become attached to the sheep. And you become a people person. Um, and whenever different things come across the lives of people... You um, you go through that with them, and and I don't mean fully because there are some things that you just don't understand um, because you haven't gone through the exact same thing, such as um, the death of a spouse. I can I can serve and I can shepherd someone who has lost their spouse, but I don't know what they're going through. And I can't understand it because I haven't gone through it. Um, I, I did, I did, uh, I would say a handful of funerals um, as a young pastor before my dad died. And you can sometimes go through funerals and just kind of go through the motions and just get through it, and you move on. But it was after I lost someone very close to me. And, and that person was my was my dad. Um, then you understand. And I remember telling one of my parishioners, um, I understand the pain of loss that you're that you're going through um, because I've lost. So you can understand in some ways, and at other times you don't understand because you haven't gone through it. But you still, um, you take on their pain, and you take on their worries, and you take on their concerns, and um, that's part of shepherding. It's um, the risk in shepherding is actually caring for your sheep, and I have to tell you. I care, I care for the people that I serve, and um, the problem with caring is that um, it means that you go through things with them, and you hurt, and you cry, and you laugh, um, and sometimes you just shake your head, you know? but I think that's what's been going on, uh, and and I think that's why it, it took me a while to get back into the swing of of doing a podcast. And you know, I, I hope this is of 
of any help or interest uh, to you who listen. But um, you, you sometimes you you just have to lay down your sword and um, reflect or cry um, or be angry. But it all centers around um, shepherding sheep. And that's what I do. I shepherd sheep. And um, I, I care for them so much that it's a struggle um, to... It's a struggle to do certain things. So that's where I've been. That's what's been going on. And uh, I, I hope, you know, that, that maybe this will open a door to some of you who, who have um, pastors that sometimes just need to shut the door and be quiet for a while. And uh, maybe if your pastor is having a bad day, you just don't, you don't know exactly what's come across his desk and um, um, pray pray for your pastors because um, there's a lot of stuff just a lot of stuff that that goes on and uh, you know we we deal with our own um, we deal with our own sins with our own problems and um, and and we we also try to shoulder weight um, and carry um, some other people. And believe me, as a pastor, I've also experienced where people have carried me along. So it, it's not a one-way street at all. Um, it, it's it's a love relationship. It's it's what Jesus was talking about about feeding the sheep, tending the sheep. Um, just being there and shepherding them. Well, I hope this wasn't the most boring podcast you ever heard in your life. If it is, well, maybe I'll win an award. You never know. <laughs> but um, we're, we're going to start up again. And, um, um, you know, I, I, I thank you for staying with me. And uh, I, I, I welcome you to send correspondence. You can do that. Um, you can write to me. My email address is randy at creationanew.com and uh, I would love to hear from you. And tell others about this podcast. Um, you know, just organically sharing uh, is a great way to grow. And I'm not here, as you've heard me say many times, to... Um, to create a name for myself. I could care less if you remember my name. Uh, remember remember the truth that, that I want to give on this podcast. That's, that's the, the important thing. And um, so as we go, um, I, 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 I look forward to being with you again. And, um, you know, tell others about this podcast, pray for me, and uh, I look forward to, uh, 
to uh, being back in the saddle uh, once more. You guys take care. Bye-bye.